so he didn't have to shout. Tell me about Uncle Robert. Bending his knees, Aiden caged him in, his hold absolute. Their mother's oldest brother, big man, huge, and a total hard-ass. You've met him? He flew in for my and Gabe's wedding, though it was mostly to see Mel. He and Gabe didn't get along. Aiden clenched his teeth, jaw flexing where it rested atop Jamie's head. Gabe wasn't tough enough for him. Jamie pulled back, meeting Aiden's hard eyes. How's that possible? Aiden's late husband was one of the few people Jamie had ever met who was larger than him. The former defensive tackle turned investment banker could have crushed his skull with a single blow. Was it because he was gay? Aiden's gaze drifted out over the turbulent water. Maybe, in some part, but I think it had more to do with the fact Gabe didn't serve. Robert was military, then police. Mel was his favorite then. Aiden's eyes swung back to him. Robert taught her everything she knows. How to fire a gun, how to fight, how to disarm. She came into the academy knowing all that. She was terrifying. If they were that close, then she might be working with him. It has to be considered. Jamie reached up a hand, cradling Aiden's face, fingertips ruffling the ends of his auburn hair. You decide how we play this, Irish. She's your family. Not if she's responsible for getting the people I care about killed, including you or Danny. I'm not getting killed. Aiden nuzzled his hand. You keep saying that, baby, but I don't know if I believe you. Baby. Aiden had never used the endearment before, and Jamie was surprised by the tidal wave of dissonance it created. Warmth and affection, undercut by crushing guilt. Eyes closed, he hid from everything, burying once more into Aiden's chest. They stayed wrapped together until the boat slowed. Hey, lovebirds. Danny called from where he stood behind the wheel. Come tell me how we're going to play this. Aiden hesitated, whether to prevent his brother from being an accomplice, more so than he already was, or because Aiden thought he was protecting Danny, Jamie didn't know. What he did know, though, was that it was a wasted effort. Danny was going after the woman he loved, one way or another. There'd be no telling him to stay behind. Danny had faced down a bomb with Mel and Aiden. He wouldn't stand down now. It's Mel, Jamie said, voice lowered so only Aiden could hear. Your brother, the hapless accomplice, is in this, whether you want him to be or not. Given this, he waved at their luxurious, under-the-radar chariot, and the other skills he's proved the past several months, he's not so hapless after all. Lockpicking does not qualify him to storm Robert's compound. No, love does. Aiden pressed his lips into a thin, resigned line. I'm assuming he also knows how to shoot? Aiden nodded. Good. Jamie put a hand on Aiden's shoulder and wobbled to his feet. Come on, then. Aiden stood, wedged a shoulder under his, and they crossed the deck to Danny. Pen and paper, Danny said. In the cabin downstairs, Danny replied. 
Aiden leaned him against the co-pilot's seat and descended the stairs, the cabin door swinging shut behind him. When are you going to tell him? Jamie's head whipped to the side, eyes clashing with Danny's black ones. And don't play dumb, Danny added. Your Linda Blair impression just now gave you away. You know about? He let the question hang, on the off chance luck was on his side for a change. If Danny didn't already know about Gabe, Jamie didn't want to tell him before he told Aiden. About his husband working for Raynaud? Yes. Jamie's stomach threatened to heave again. There was no chance Aiden wouldn't learn the truth before sunrise, that Gabe had laundered money for Pierre Raynaud through holding companies the terrorists used to leverage his pawns, the truth Jamie had known for months and kept from Aiden. I overheard you and Mel on the phone, Danny said. Night before last.